0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist, Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Thanks for hanging out with Phil and I. This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about why you should never assume and, of course, you know, we're not, uh, we're not governed by the FCC if we were on the radio, Phil, so we could probably just say it if we want to. but yeah, that, That's right. That all that. <laughs> of you and me, uh, if you make the assumptions. So I got a couple of bullet points here. I'm going to go through these with you and just tell me sure. what you've seen in your many years of doing this as to why people make assumptions. And we all do it, right? I mean, all walks of life we make assumptions yeah. about things. It's part of, I think, being human right? Right, right. You know, there's
1: a lot of rules of thumb out there and things like that, too. Right. Assumptions are, are typical.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, it's just part of, you know, ingrained in us as humans, we just assume things sometimes. Sure. Uh, but we're going to do this, obviously, from a retirement standpoint or from a financial planning standpoint. Uh, and really, we'll focus mostly, Phil, on the the retirement side, I think, more than just, you know, just the investing side. But uh, let's just kick it off with the, the main one is that we'll spend less money in retirement. Like you and I have talked about this many times. My dad, he he passed away young. He did get to retirement, but he didn't, he wasn't there for very long. And I do remember the one thing he told me pretty early on was he was like, I kind of enjoying it, but every day is a Saturday and I always spend the most money on a Saturday.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean you're you're on vacation basically, you know, it's kind of exactly. permanent vacation. A, so what are you going to do with all the time and
0: Right. Yeah. And that assumption is we're going to spend less and that's
1: just <clears throat> not often the case. Yeah, and that, I mean it's spending is always an interesting topic to get into, you know, retirement or otherwise just because number one we we all underestimate what we spend. I mean, right. it doesn't matter. It's, we've got an interesting um I guess, uh, uh, exercise we have clients go through when we're going through the, uh, the social security class or taxes or retirement, you know, we've got a retirement budget worksheet, you know, they go through and fill out, well, this is what we're spending in the different categories. And I have yet to have a client that actually comes up with a real accurate number of this is what we're spending (laughs) just because we don't know, you know, it's, it's, you don't track it that often. People hate that old, you know, the B word, the budget. So, but yeah, it's, um, it, but it changes everything, right? I mean, if you underestimate that, it's a bad day in retirement all of a sudden, because you might be way overspending what you could. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden that retirement plan doesn't look really good. So...
0: Well, think about this. So if you're talking about a budget, for example, you know, when we're when we got a young family, right, when we first got married and we've got our kids and their young kids, we're yep. probably on a more restrictive budget. We're probably watching the household things. Right, uh, right. You, know, we got, you know, we got to buy school clothes and all that kind of stuff and food. But when we're talking about pre-retirees and moving into retirement, before we let's just say before we even get to retirement, mm-hmm. you're probably making the most money you've ever made. Right. and a yep. lot of that you start to spend a little bit more without even realizing it. You know, now if you're really a diligent saver and you're really focused on retirement, maybe you are. You know, kind of watching your budget. But for the most part, like I think about my wife and I, I'm I'm 50 this year, for example, and you know, you know, I'm like, man, when did I spend that much money on Amazon this month? That's you know, right. or whatever. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, I mean, as you talk about Amazon, I saw a funny little cartoon the other day that had. You know, a picture of a uh, an ice cream truck on the top and an Amazon truck on the bottom, and it said something to the nature of, you know, um, things don't change as you get older, just the truck or something like oh, that. Oh, you know? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you go from as you a know, kid, running loved after the... the
0: ice cream truck to running after the Amazon.
1: Truck. <laughs> yeah, now we're all excited. Like oh, Amazon's here. That's that's. Actually <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cool. it's you know, you don't uh, you just don't realize where the money goes and yeah, you know and and underestimate it like that. I mean, my my recommendation always when we're going through that whole spending discussion is well let's take a look at a tax return. Okay. You know, oh, okay. What income did you bring in? Well, you know, this is what you had to spend, here's the money that went to taxes. Right. Okay, yeah, you saved money in, you know, specific accounts. I mean, if it's to the 401k or IRA, that's already been taken out. Right. Okay, this is what's left. You know, you had 80,000 a year to spend or 90 whatever it is. Right, and they're like, "Well, there's no way I spent that much." Well, I mean, <laughs> there's only two places that go: is you spend it right. or you save it. And if it's not in the bank or an investment, you spend it. You That's know? where it's so. at.
0: Okay, and don't just assume again to the point yep. of the topic this week on the show that you'll spend less in retirement. Often, it's just not the case. Another right. one, same thing: is the taxes will be lower in yes. retirement. Now, we've beat this, you know, horse a little bit, but we're going to continue because it's really. I mean, taxes is just a huge piece, Phil, of the retirement planning process. You know, it it just kicks it up even more how you're setting up your buckets for uh, the different types of, you know, when you're going to take these things out and so on and so forth. And let's be honest, taxes are going to have to go up. And, you know, everybody said that until they're blue in the face. It will happen. Are you prepared for it?
1: Right. And, and just even if it doesn't, you know, just understanding taxes and and are you really going to be in a lower bracket in retirement? It kind of ties back into that whole concept of spending, right? You know, one of the reasons people assume they're going to be in a lower bracket, well, I'm going to spend less, so I'm going to have less income. True, and to some extent maybe, but yet you still have to understand. Well, where is that income coming from? Mm-hmm. And there's pieces of it if you don't put some controls around it, you, you've lost control, IRA money. Right. You know, you started talking about the buckets. So the more money you have in that, that middle bucket, that deferred tax bucket, mm-hmm. I mean, there might reach a point that you have now all of a sudden more required distributions coming in mm-hmm. than you really need to spend What that. That's a great problem to have from a, from an <laughs> sure. income mm-hmm. standpoint, but from a tax standpoint, it creates a lot of havoc because of how, things work together. You know, I mean, you have Social Security, you've got the the IRA type monies, if you got a pension, I mean, once all these things kick in, Mm -hmm. they start to be this compounding effect that the more incomes you have now, Social Security, which is partially taxable, becomes even more taxable. Right. Yep. You know, and And, that's not even talking about the potential for taxes raising, which that's a whole nother discussion. Right. And and
0: again, I, I mean, we've I think we're kidding ourselves if we think that there's a chance that it's not going to. It's just a matter of when, you know. Right. And, and so if you think about the Social Security aspect, the entitlement programs, uh, you know, I think it's around 75% or so of yep. the financial budget or the, the government budget goes to entitlement programs and right. look at everything that's happened with COVID and all this other stuff we're seeing that the new administration's doing, uh, you know, in 10 years, that could easily be 90, 95%. And that's not really a stretch because- right. Some of those the statistics that I saw on this basically did not factor in the the stimulus packages. So, oh no!
1: And I mean, it's you know they've got the credit card out spending like crazy. Right. That's got to be paid, which is a whole other piece of this equation that mm-hmm. that we haven't even started to factor in, and that's interest. You know, I mean, mm, yeah, we've grown this massive national debt, and we're at one of the lowest points of his- interest uh, points in history. Right. Right. Yeah. So we've grown this massive debt if interest rates, or I shouldn't say if, when they start to rise, you know, how much of that overall spending budget from the government standpoint that right. they have is going to start going towards interest. Very you know, true. so I mean, it's, it's, there's all sorts of factors in there that, yeah, you, I think you're kidding yourself if, if you don't think taxes are going to, at some point have to go up. I mean, it's just a, it's math, <laughs> and it's
0: it's it's fast. It, it gets away from you a lot quicker than you realize. Right. You know, you go, okay, well, okay, it's you know, supposedly four hundred thousand is the the threshold. They're going to limit, you know, they're going to raise it or whatever. You'd be just be surprised, and that could easily get still get tweaked. And if you really oh, yeah. take a look at, you know, what the average couple is making, especially as they're getting close to retirement you're making more than you probably realize. Again, to your point, look at the tax returns, right? So that's another way to take a look at that. And so when we're talking about not making assumptions, again, these are some classic ones that we walk into. And the other one that kind of factors into it, we were talking about entitlement programs. Well, let's go one step further and and talk about our own kids and maybe the Mm -hmm. entitlement that our children feel or that we even feel like we owe them of paying for their college. You know, so you assume That you know, it's something that you just have to do, right? We all look. We all love our kids. We all want to do the best thing we can for them, but you've got to be really careful, Phil. There becomes a window in a time frame where, if you're sacrificing your retirement to help them through college, you may be putting more pressure on them later because now they're going to need. You're going to have to lean on your kids basically in retirement because you can't afford your own,
1: right? So there's absolutely it, you know, yeah. And it's, you know, again, it's, it's like anything else. I mean, it's, it might be a want or a desire, you know, that you'd like to do that. Great. Let's see if it works. And as long, (laughs) as long as as you go in with your eyes wide open, understanding that if I do that, either I'm going to have to maybe delay retirement, or maybe I've got to change my expectations for retirement, Mm -hmm. you know, and lessen what uh, my budget is, if you want to think of it that way, what I can spend in retirement, you know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just one of those pieces. It's great, I think, to help the, the kids out because college is, is so expensive. To, yeah, you know, it's out today, of control, yeah. Um, that they, they need some help, but yet you, you've got to balance that out with your own retirement. And unfortunately, right. you know, nothing right or wrong about America versus other um, nations and, and, and nationalities and yeah. kind of their approach. But, you know, I don't think we have in America that approach where we're going to sacrifice and pay for the kids and get into school and they're going to take care of us in our no, retirement. That's no, no, just yeah, not, yeah. not typical here where it is a lot of other nationalities that other countries there, there actually is a
0: lot to, uh, to yeah. caring for the elderly. And it is something that we, you know, we don't do as much here uh, from a national focus.
1: Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of clients that are not U.S born and raised and, and their family is in another country and, mm-hmm. you know, they sacrificed to, to get their kids through school and their doctors now. And mm-hmm. part of their budget now is sending money back to mom and dad, right? Because right. they are effectively mom and dad's retirement plan. Exactly. You know? So and I mean, that's, we're seeing
0: that more. We're seeing that happen. We've seen that through the financial crisis of 08, 09 started causing mm-hmm. issues with that, you know, obviously, you know, COVID so on and so forth, but it's really easy to, and you, because so many Americans also have been having kids later in life. So a lot of right. times you think, well, I'm helping my grandkids through college. What is this, you know, helping the kids? Kids, There's yeah. Many Americans who are, are their kids aren't going to college until they're in their mid or even late 40s. And right. so, you are you know, when you should be like, you know, 50 and over when you should be really now starting to sock away more or starting to really plan for your retirement, you're actually still helping your kids in, in a number of factors. Or maybe and maybe they're not finding a job or maybe that degree is not, you know, turning out to be what they thought it was going to be. And they're back living at home with you. And, and next got thing it. you know, they're trying to get married and have their own life. And now they you've got to lean on them because, you know, you're no, no longer able to do the workforce. And it just becomes a cycle that you got to be real, real careful of.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, it goes way beyond just even physically paying for it. Then you've got to be careful with like parent plus loans. You know, you're taking on a loan yourself thinking you're going to help them. And maybe the, the agreement was that, yeah, once you get the job, you can start paying for it. But right. at the end of the day, it's your loan. And you they, know, so what happens, loans, like yeah. you were saying, what if they didn't end up um, getting the job they they wanted or yeah. You do need to be able to pay all this debt back. Yep. Now you're personally strapped with a huge amount of debt. So you've got to, exactly. I mean, it, it's Our one of those things. Debt. You've got to know both sides of it, right? You know, we yeah. talked about assumption. Don't just assume, go in and know the facts, run right. the numbers to see if I do this, this is the reality. Exactly. And then have that discussion.
0: Yep. And, and these are awesome they're the most classic places for people that that make assumptions when it comes to retirement conversations. And then it says final one, Phil, is the classic, I'll just never be able to. Again, why are you making that assumption? So for this one, a bit more of a positive spin is that so many people assume that they cannot retire and they never bother to find out if it's true or not. And so if you don't take the time to sit down with an advisor, run the numbers, pull a plan together, you may not know. And often, the numbers actually support it the other way. Many people come in to an advisor for the first time and say, I'm never going to be able to retire. I just know it. And then they're pleasantly surprised to find out they're in
1: pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite discussion. And, and it happens like you you know, say more often than not where yeah. you meet with a client and they're thinking, oh, you know, I think maybe four or five years down the road. And I don't, you know, so you start to run the numbers and you come back and say, yeah, it'll work. And, you know, in fact, if you want, you could probably retire right now. <laughs> no. You know, this is what it would look like, and there, yeah, I mean, I exactly. I but that's a great discussion to have because yeah. it's is a burden that a lot of clients have, you know, maybe been carrying, thinking, oh, "I just I can't do it. There's no way it's going to work." Yeah, you know, or retirement gets forced upon them, which we've seen, you know, unfortunately, too often during this pandemic, where mm-hmm. companies have restructured workforces and downsizing, and and maybe you're out of a position. Right. You know. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a. A pleasant surprise to have. Oh, Unlike sure. the other discussion of, you know, that rose colored glasses client right, that thinks, oh, yeah. this is going to be great. I'm going to spend a hundred grand in retirement. And right. you know, I only have 200 in the bank, so.
0: <laughs> exactly, so just don't make the assumption, folks, because, you know, you make a you know what out of you and me, so don't bother oh. to go that route. Have the conversations, find out for sure, you know, where you stand in retirement, and it's just it's just not that hard to do. And often, it's just not as painful of a process as we think it's gonna be. You yeah. know, I uh, feel people all the time, they, they finally do it. You know, I, I hate to do that to you guys, but it's a lot of times people think about it like going to the dentist, right? right? Yep, yep. You know, it's
1: never an easy discussion. It's always going to be bad
0: news, you know, and it's just not, it's not always the case, but even if it is, wouldn't you rather know sooner so you can start the process of getting it fixed? Right. right? Because the sooner you get on the problem, quicker you're going to get
1: there. Yeah. The more time is, time is on your side. I mean, the the quicker you start to analyze and understand and put that timeline together, you have time to make some changes. I mean, if you wait too late and you're out of time, Either at your own choice, or maybe not. Maybe because of health. Maybe because a right. you know position has been eliminated. Whatever it is, right now it's a different story. You know, so if yeah. you've got at least a base plan and understanding up front, if something happens or when it happens, you're you're better prepared to handle it.
0: Exactly. So, well, the best time to always start, if you haven't yet, is now. So. You know, If you're watching the podcast or you're listening to the podcast or whatever the case is and you haven't taken some action, take some action. Reach out to Phil, 248-888-7530, 248-888-7530. If you're watching on YouTube or on the website philstaxhacks.com, you can just click on the like button. You can just reach out to Phil that way Uh, on the page there. There's plenty of information on how to get in contact with Phil on the right-hand side of the page on hackscom Again, com That's the website. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, all those different places. So subscribe to the podcast. That way you get new episodes as they come out. And we try to keep, you know, this uh, in general, just kind of fun and easy to listen to, some bite-sized 15 minutes or so, just to share some thoughts with you on, you know, this various different topics as to what you might want to consider when it comes to retirement. So again, if you got questions, always check with a qualified professional. Phil's a CPA and a personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management at 248 888 And Phil, my friend, that's going to do it this week. Thanks for hanging out with me for a few minutes. I hope you have a great week. All right. Week. You too. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and
1: Other Retirement
0: Facts with Phil Putney. We'll catch you later. Phil